Hello, welcome back to the Podcasters Podcast. Today, me and Kane are going to go over the creator platform, is it? the Yeah, YouTube versus TikTok partner programs. Partner program, that's it, of the two video giants. Pros and cons, let's see which one wins. This is off the back of the last episode, one of the last episodes we recorded where I spoke about we've been testing the new beta program with TikTok with a few different clients and we're seeing some good revenue. I actually had a few messages from that episode so people want to find out more. Then as I started talking to people about it, I thought, oh, actually there's some really good comparisons between the two channels. YouTube has historically been the main channel people are monetizing their podcast on just through uploading, get paid. Whereas when we talk about monetizing podcasts, we always talk about like sponsorship and stuff like that, but you have to negotiate those. So how do you make money just from uploading to a platform? Let's compare the two channels and we can look at how you unlock monetization on YouTube. So the requirements on YouTube, you need a thousand subscribers, 4,000 watch hours in 12 months. I had to double check my laptop there. Yeah. <laughs> or 10 million views on shorts within 90 days. Wow. So the 1,000 subscribers is just separate. Flat has to. That you have to hit that. Then you need to hit 4,000 watch hours on your long-form content in a year or 10 million YouTube short views in 90 days. Compare that to TikTok. So on TikTok, you need to be 18 years or older, 10,000 followers, 100,000 views in the last 30 days, post original content, and your content needs to be longer than a minute. So those views, do they have to be on content longer than a minute? Or can that be on any content? It can be on any content on your channel, but you will only monetize the clips that are over a minute. Here's a question for you. What's harder, a thousand subscribers on YouTube or yeah. 10,000 on TikTok? Easily the YouTube. That's what I So think. it's... With these channels, they tend to compound. Like you can get one video blow up on TikTok and get 10,000 followers. You could YouTube's more of a slog, right? It is. Uh, the first year of YouTube is a slog. I'll be honest, with most people I see, they're getting 1,000 subscribers if they're uploading every week good content for a year on YouTube. Then it gets easier. Then you might do 10,000 in the second year and then 50,000, right? It, it does sort of compound, but... If you get like 50,000 subscribers in your first three years as a YouTuber on podcast, I think that's pretty good going, to oh, be yeah, honest. Sure. Even the ones with, there's definitely people out there who you look at their channels, like, oh, they've got a couple of thousand subscribers. I bet there's some of those making bank. Oh, yeah. Like with those videos, if you get a few that blow up and you're in like one of the good niches or industries like personal finance, like whether you get a higher CPM on YouTube or cars, this massive mm, trickle CPM. down revenue or sponsors as well. Oh, yeah, exactly. When you start adding them up. So, is here's the pro of TikTok. It's easier to get, to unlock it. Mm -hmm. It's easier to get millions of views on TikTok. But the downside is, from what I can tell, you don't always get access to the partner program. So one of the requirements is you need 100,000 views in the last 30 days. So I interpret that as if you don't get 100,000 views in the next 30 days, you might have had it last month and then it will turn off. Okay, that makes sense. Whereas YouTube, once you've got it, you've got it. Once you've hit their threshold, every video you make, you can turn off monetization if you want to, but you will monetize whether it's, if you get 10 views on a video, you won't make anything or you get 10 million views. But as long as you've passed, you, you get it for life. 
That makes sense. I feel like YouTube's going to be more consistent. Once you start hitting view numbers on YouTube, it's usually around that number every episode. Whereas TikTok, you might have one that makes you thousands of pounds, but then you might not make another penny for the next 30 days. Right. And then to add to it, what you just said is it seems as though you could be taken off monetization. So YouTube, TikTok probably has, well, I mean, I'm sure you're about to go into the actual cost, CPM, et cetera, in a minute, but it seems like TikTok has that potential to have one video that makes you loads of money out of nowhere. But then the next make you none, whereas YouTube is more likely to be a consistent amount, but not hit the higher highs and lower lows. Yeah, for sure. So on TikTok, we're getting a pound per thousand views. YouTube is separated into different categories depending on what industry you're in. But let's say you're in investing in personal finance, that is on the upper end, and you'd probably be looking at nine to ten dollars CPM. So essentially is less per thousand views for the yeah, I'm not sure per about. thousand. Yeah. So do I think it's 10 times easier to get views on TikTok than YouTube? Actually, I think it's, it's even more than that. I, I think it's probably 20 times easier to get big views on TikTok than it is YouTube. So I would say if you're consistently uploading and you've got a good catalog of content so that you can upload once, twice a day, you'll probably be earning more money consistently on TikTok. But you if you get those one or two videos that bang on YouTube, then you could be earning tons more. I feel like a fairer comparison for YouTube and TikTok is TikTok to YouTube Shorts because it's the same style of content, right? So how does YouTube Shorts monetization work? That is on average five cents per thousand. So then that really shows you actually massive the difference. difference. Right, so the fact that TikTok, which is still probably easier to get big views than YouTube Shorts, infinitely actually, well not infinitely, but a lot more, a lot easier, is twenty times, paying twenty times more. But is there the sixty second rule on YouTube Shorts? So you're capped; you can't exceed sixty seconds on YouTube Shorts. So it's the opposite. Yeah, that's so interesting. That, this is it? this is what's happening. TikTok is now trying to push longer form content because it is coming for YouTube. So now some of you might have experienced that if you turn your phone sideways on TikTok, it will go landscape and it will go full screen. And now you've got videos at like one minute, three minutes, ten minutes. And when I opened my creator account the other day, it popped up saying ninety percent of our users prefer content over one minute. So it's like trying to push. That's you as definitely a, a lie, by the way. Yeah, facts. Uh, I was saying this earlier on the mastermind. Like, I will probably watch bits from like a stand-up routine, bits from a podcast and bits from like sports highlights that might stretch to 90 seconds. Past that, you're not getting it out of me. As soon as I open the TikTok app, my attention span just reduces by 50%. Honestly, I watched a video on TikTok yesterday, which must've been about three minutes long. It was this guy telling the story of a first date. I about six times nearly swiped, but he was doing some funny accents. So I thought, fuck it, I'll listen to the whole thing. It's a good creator. Then. Yeah. He's nailed that. <laughs> from, yeah, from a consumer point of view, this annoys me because my attention span has been absolutely battered oh, by TikTok. So it's like, God. I'm like three seconds in, it's like, why do I not know the entire story yet? And I'm getting yeah. upset about it. But if people can keep people gripped for a minute long, it's going to force people to be more creative because, you, well, so YouTube's the opposite. It has to be less than a minute. It's 20 times, pays 20 times, 20 times less than TikTok. Would you say it's 20 times easier to go viral on a video shorter than a minute than one over? I wouldn't say it's that much. It's, it's definitely easier, but not 20 times. So people are really going to lean into, right, how can I make this minute long content? Which, like I said, as a consumer is annoying because there's a lot of videos that are getting dragged out for no reason. But 
whoever can, I say whoever, the people that can really start to smash it, find what works and keeps people engaged for a minute, start retraining everyone's attention span. Those guys can make serious, serious money on TikTok. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I think they'll try and edge people to go longer and longer and longer in terms of how long their content is. But realistically, it's never going to be... Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't see it as being a really long-form platform because that's not what I go to it for. Otherwise, I would have just gone to YouTube. I liked its format. Now, top tip, make sure your content is at least about a minute and five seconds on TikTok because it has this tendency to cut the end of your video off. And I don't know whether they're just doing some like tomfoolery. Yeah. To, <laughs> this video's got way too many views. Let's make it 59 seconds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How upset would you be, by the way? Oh, oh, you'd be livid. If it gets like a million views and it brings it down to like 59 seconds. So we found about a minute five is the safe zone that it's comfortably over a minute. Now, second tip, don't make all of your content over a minute and be really greedy because eventually, like what you said, that content, you'll be watching it, you'll be like, come on, get to the point, get to the point. And it hasn't actually set the point of the clip yet. You're 30 seconds in, you're just going to swipe off. So if people start swiping off your content less than halfway through, it's going to train the algorithm that your content's crap and it's going to stop showing it to people. And even more so, like if you see someone's content and every time it's really long and you can't be asked to listen to it, you might skip it every time. Whereas if it's once in a while, you might you might watch it. Um, now I've got a question. Obviously this podcast is a podcast for podcasters at the moment. For now, might completely pivot to, I don't know, let's talk about Digital marketing. No, let's not do that. Uh, I know. I just I had a conversation about it a minute ago. <laughs> um, how can you adjust your podcast clips to get them over a minute long, but still make them gripping? Because we've always said, look, you want to be topping out at about 45 seconds. So what little tips do you think you have for people to get podcast clips over a minute long? I don't think it changes, to be honest. So we talk about how can you create content that goes viral, and we've done episodes on it, but let me recap it, right? If you can evoke emotion whether it's laugh or cry or cause controversy. Controversy. Nailed it. Second time. If, if you can evoke emotion, people are more likely to engage and then it's more likely to go viral, right? If you are name dropping someone, so anytime we name a podcaster and we can pop up on screen and we can tag them in it, right? And we can talk about it. That's more likely to go viral. If you can get like a good quote or soundbite from a guest, that stuff goes, all right. So that stuff doesn't really change. Now it's more, the onus is on your editor to be able to go through the content and stitch bits together, even if it's not in the exact order that you said it. So similar to how you said a minute ago on that clip with the guy's stories, it's like, it's well over a minute, but every few seconds or so he's done something, whether it's a different accent or a hook in the story to keep you watching. Your editor needs to be able to find that within your content. But I do think if you're too much in your own head when interviewing someone on your podcast, trying to think of how can I get a really solid minute and five seconds worth of content, and you're doing that multiple times, your content's going to be crap as the podcast format. And that's the main one. This TikTok is supplementary, right? It's extra. It's on the side. It's not the main thing. So making sure your content's good, but just going into it knowing how can I guide the conversation that I can make this person laugh, cry, you know, say something that they've never heard before, shock them with something that's a bit controversial, go into it with that sort of broad strokes strategy and just let the content be the content. If you're interviewing somebody for an hour, you're going to find it. You're going to find some stuff, yeah. but it's just going to be a bit harder for your editor now to, to keep, keep like, 
keep having those hooks come in every five seconds or so to keep people engaged. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think actually anything needs to change in the content, anything pre-production. I do think it's just going to put more onus on good editing, right? So we've said before about AI is now extremely good at replicating what is currently working. Will that work for long, Will that work for videos longer than a minute? Uh, it might now start to tail off. So this is where the really good editors, the really creative producers, things like B-roll, things like punching in and out, um, and I could throw more, way more technical terms at you if I knew them. Um, <laughs> um, so you come to the show to learn some stuff. Yeah, learn, learn some shit like B-roll, right? No, but no, it, that, those are two things that genuinely will make a difference. Just genuinely good editing that's creative and funny and make sure things are moving all the time. Watch any Mr. Beast video. He does like 10, 15 minute videos in there. Something's moving every, what, three seconds? It's ridiculous. So this is where those that have really good production are going to rake the money in, I think, because the difference isn't going to be in the content. The difference is going to be in making sure people stick around. And once people are hooked, the content has to be good, but the editing has to be just as good to keep that attention span, right? Yeah, and this is what I think the main benefit of having like a human editor will be is going through the whole content and finding stuff that is in a different chronological order, but when stitched together has context that makes sense. So we've just done this whole five minutes essentially on what, or two minutes on what is good content that would be over a minute, but we might say something in two minutes time that can essentially be the hook on that video. And then they play, it doesn't need to be in chronological order, but having a bit of creativity and working and tweaking that content is what you will have to do. So I'd say realistically, it's just going to be, and it is going to be more than just putting captions in because for a long time, I was like, oh, just put some captions in that are different colors and they move. It's like, okay, well now maybe you've got to do more than that. Like I said, you punch in, you, you get B-roll, you, any, anything kind of coming across the screen, popping up on the screen, this sort of additional stuff is now going to become way more important, which is like I said, where a human editor is going to have a big advantage if you're trying to get a, se- a video over 60 seconds because just bright blue text with a, the odd red bit here probably isn't going to keep people around for every minute unless it's fantastic content. Oh yeah, for sure. And the content is the main thing, which is why your podcast should be the sole focus. I think what's a bit irritating here for editors is now you've got to do a minute five version, a 59 second or less version for YouTube shorts. There's a lot of rumors that the Facebook and Meta are getting very good at identifying content that's on other platforms. So realistically, you should probably have a 20 or 30% tweak in that content if you're posting on those platforms as well. So we're going sort of reverting a little bit to now having to create different content on different platforms. Now, it's still easier than it was a few years ago, but your editors are going to have to work a bit harder. But what's really powerful here, the main takeaway, I know we've done pros and cons to both, these are side incomes from your podcast. So the first clip we did on the beta program on the Disruptors TikTok was John Fury that created 1,500 pounds. One video, right, in 24 hours. 1,500 pounds from a TikTok of a video, a podcast that we'd done weeks before. And I can't remember if that was pulled from the first or the second clip uh, interview we did with him. So if you're uploading 14 times a week, right, twice a day, four or five of those, even half of those are over a minute. Some will flop, some will do well, but I think you could probably average 1,500 to three grand a month through TikTok if you're putting good content out there reasonably. Then you, by the way, 1,500 pounds a month, two grand. Is that the average take-home salary of somebody in the UK? So one side income for a podcaster, which is repurpose your clips and put it onto TikTok, could be a full-time income. 
Then you repurpose that and put it onto YouTube and get paid through their partner program, second income, plus the sponsorship or affiliates that come from your actual podcast. So none of these need to be groundbreaking or make you millions, but if each of these can pay you a grand a month, even 500 pounds a month, if you've got four or five of them going, that's not bad. For an hour's fun conversation once a week. Literally anything, sponsorship, ad, partner program, all this stuff is all, this is great, but if that's your primary income, you'll never make as much as the people that are using that as their, like, their supplementary. That's their, that's their spending money. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, if you're selling your products and services, that's the bulky money, but this definitely helps. This can be good cash to then reinvest into more editors, better editors, people split testing things, and then you're going to see some big growth. Literally, I spoke with someone earlier about doing a season with us, and I said, look, I genuinely think you might be able to cover the cost of the season just in sponsorship. And then, you know, there's no pressure on like, oh, I need to make money because you're even. And then any business you get off the back of it, be it now or in three years time, profit, right? And then each season after that, you're probably going to get more sponsorship. Oh yeah. So we'll keep up on our prices to make sure we uh, make more money. Right? <laughs> no, <Exactly>. but... <laughs> that podcast inflation. Yeah, something like that. But no, it's, if you can cover your costs on the side income, you're laughing really. But... It, like you said, it's possible to make a full-time income with your side income of TikTok, but realistically, you're not going to do that if you're trying to do it on the cheap. So that is the caveat to that is this is based on you, okay, either being a really good editor or investing seriously in production to make this sort of money in the first place because you're not going to probably just record it, do no editing, post it to TikTok and make that sort of money. So it, it, consider both sides of it, that absolutely possible and it's a brilliant amount to make through the side income, but you need to be putting into it in the first place, like any business, really. You need to be treating your podcast like a business. For sure. And by the way, before we wrap up, I've got a gift for the audience. Oh, yeah. They've made it right to the very end. The gift is the content you've just listened to. Uh, and it's not free. So I shouldn't really say it's a gift. It's more of a burden. They oh, so they owe us? They do owe us. How they're, are they, they going to pay their... Um, their debts. Their debts, you that's the word. better hit follow on the show. Podcast, yeah. podcast. Do it now. I think that's generous, actually. I would, I, I would have charged more. Well, I'd leave a review as well if you want, Oof. but I'll take the follow. Yeah. <laughs> Personally, you know what I'm saying? Uh, no, but seriously, we're, we're not going to leave this recording till you hit follow. All right. Have How you are done? you, Zane? Zane, Zane's also waiting for you Zane's waiting for you to hit follow. You done it? I bet Good. everyone's skipped by now. Thanks so much. <laughs> Until next time. Bye.